Hello and welcome to this episode of The Unnoticed Entrepreneur. Today, we're very blessed to have an experienced ad man who is going to tell us about stories. He's written a new book called Telling Your Story. Henry Wong is joining us from Toronto, and we're going to talk about the difference between a story and a brand. We're going to talk about what happens if you don't know how to develop your story and you don't know how to tell your story. But we're also going to talk about how Henry and a client managed to get Gordon Ramsay to be involved as a brand ambassador with a product that they've been working on just as a result of the power of story. Henry, thank you for joining me today. Jim, uh, wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us all the way from Toronto, Henry. And, you know, you have very many years in the ad agency business, you've built businesses, you've sold businesses, you've been with big companies like Saatchi and Saatchi, and you've got your own agency called uh, View. So tell us a little bit about you, but then we're going to talk about your new book, Telling Your Story. Well, in- interesting enough, I, I think um, um, my roots are very humble. Actually, I grew up in the back of a Chinese restaurant. And uh, when I became of age uh, and I was able to speak English, I was put at the front of house. And really, a lot of my time was spent uh, behind the counter, interacting with customers, uh, sharing tales, sharing stories. And I think that made for a natural evolution into the world of advertising Then a lot of TV watching. But uh, I spent many years, as you said, in the ad agency world before uh, really coming on to my uh, own consultancy and uh, being able to share this uh, knowledge with, with people. And what I love about you know your story is you've managed to package that and it's very evocative. And I can think of this young man coming out to, to the front and presumably peering over the counter and telling stories and getting customers to fall in love with you and, and buy more, Henry. Is that how that happened? It, uh, very much on point. Um, you really learn a lot about people within the restaurant business. Anyone who's ever worked there will, will see the range of customers, everything from families to truck drivers to single people, different personalities, you know, different times in their life. You you have a, a remarkable opportunity to see the human condition from behind <laughs> that counter. Well, and, and to nourish that human condition as well, presumably. Uh, and, you know, I lived in Asia for 25 years and uh, my wife uh, is from Shanghai. So I'd be very blessed to uh, love Asian food. But we're here to talk about you and the book and the stories that you're able to tell within advertising. And we're here to talk about telling your story, your book, because tell us, how do you take what you've learned from advertising big brands that have got big budgets and creative treatment from big teams. How do you help the entrepreneur to take their own background and make that into a compelling story, Henry? Well, so much of it really does come from the uh, techniques of advertising. And uh, most companies and most brands really don't have the budget, but what they do have the ability to do is to tell the story itself. So uh, from my days in advertising, 30 seconds of a television commercial often made for a story. So using the same sort of techniques, I've been able to help uh, many founders and and their brands uh, be able to articulate it within a short amount of time. 30 seconds to tell your story. Many of the frameworks outline this kind of hero's journey and uh, this ABT, for example, and it becomes almost like a, a screen play in its own right. And yet, for example, on my podcast, I kind of want people to tell their story in 30 seconds so we can move on. Henry, how do people take their whole life story 
and make it into 30 seconds so that they can then move on to what the subject matter is for the moment? Well, if we do take uh, what we have from uh, our commercial world, um, there uh, within that thirty seconds, you uh, often set out a problem. It's a pr- and you deliver the solution to it. And that sort of simple uh, type of narrative, it's not difficult to uh, maybe trace it back to the way you tell your own story. So often uh, we will um, create story based on a little bit of that uh, narrative structure, very similar to Hollywood. You have a hero, uh, something causes him to go on his journey. Uh, There's an obstacle along the way, the problem, Uh, there's a solution, and there's a climatic moment or or really the call to action. So if we think of it in that terms of framework, it's not difficult to sort of fit those pieces within the story that each of us have in, in some way. Henry, so it's not so difficult, and you've outlined that in a very articulate way. Why do so many people struggle, me included, with articulating our story within that framework that's proven to work and proving that it can be done in such a short amount of time? What do you see as the bottlenecks or the obstacles for the entrepreneur to to get that story down? I think you've hit on it exactly. Too many people jump immediately to the format and try to fit all the pieces into it. There's really a bit of a methodology. So in the ad agency world, there are people who try to construct those stories ahead. So there's a lot of work that gets in, uh, that is involved from the very beginning. So for many people, uh, whether it's a product or, or a person, it's really understanding the essence of what your brand is. So uh, within products, you do a lot of research. You do connections with uh, consumers. You understand where the product could potentially fit in people's lives. So it's very much the same. The the first step, uh, and it is, you know, I don't mean to uh, tout the book too much, uh, but a lot of it is uh, in there. And the first step is really to get to know yourself. And that could be through a series of exercises uh, as outlined. Uh, It could be some self-examination. It could be uh, personality tests, interviews with people around you, some feedback from uh, colleagues and so forth. Once you form that, you have an essence of where you are. So that forms the really the foundation and the basis from it. Uh, so from that, we begin to draw out uh, what you're all about. Like, where do you exist in the marketplace that might be a unique position amongst everybody else? And that, that often connects to just a simple, wonderful human insight that uh, has you sort of uh, sit well above everybody else. And once you understand that, then you can for- begin to formulate the messages. And, and those are the steps, uh, the initial steps anyway, that lead to that, that storytelling. But Henry, Henry Wong, author of Telling Your Story, you, you dropped in there something that in the conventional story frameworks, people don't include. And that is asking other people what they think of you or how they perceive you. Tell us how how do, would how would one do that? Because there's always an anxiety uh, that if you ask other people to reflect, that maybe you, you're not going to like what they say, or you're not going to agree. How are you creating the the structure, the environment, the conversation that gets people to give you some feedback for your story? 
Yeah. Uh, depending on how in-depth a person uh, may want to go, uh, and we've done this with uh, many clients where it's done a, as sort of a blind uh, survey, uh, so that could be done. I, I do it as in-depth interviews where we uh, speak one-on-one. For the individual, it, it could be simply turning the uh, quiz around to the other person and, and simply asking them. We, we as human beings, you know, uh, shy away from criticism, of course. It, it is not something we particularly enjoy. Those who work on themselves, those who look to better themselves are very open to criticism. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to listen to it, but you acknowledge it. You understand what people are, are saying to you. So you may adjust uh, your behavior based on that. For the purposes of creating your brand, it does give you another perspective because our, as we know, our own perspective is just one dimensional. We only see things through our eyes and few of us really have that objective uh, viewpoint when it comes to uh, looking at ourselves. So see- seeking some input based on that uh, really helps. Those who have worked within companies often will have uh, employee performance and it's an analysis of yourself from another person. Take that into account. It doesn't, again, necessarily mean you have to acknowledge it or follow everything that's sent there, but you take that into account as you begin to formulate who you are to people. We'll be back after a quick break. Would you like to double your salary without starting another business? The easy way to do this is to join the board of another company. You get well paid for a part-time role. You get all the credibility that comes with being a board member. Plus, you get to hang out with some very cool people and learn how other businesses are dealing with their problems. If you'd like to know more, if you'd like to learn how you get your first board seat within 60 days, just click on the link below as uh, Unnoticed is a gold sponsor of our summit. So you get free tickets. Enjoy. I'll see you there. Henry, I love that. And, and it does take some, some courage to go out and, and ask those questions. What would be another step then once you've done that, if you like the audit or the investigation, Henry, in, I know you don't want to tout the book, but I've invited you onto the show to tell us about the book. So, <laughs> um, it, you know, people will still want to get the book, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So t- tell us what else are we going to learn from being, from reading the book? Yeah, so I think the next step after you've gathered a lot of that information from uh, people, often we'll work with transcripts in, in which we uh, take the interviews. Uh, one of the exercises we do is we begin to highlight keywords that keep showing up again and again. And, um, and what that begins to formulate, particularly if you ask me, well, tell me a little bit about uh, Jim. Uh, and if I ask several people, there will eventually be a pattern. There'll be common words that will be used. So you begin to highlight those. And, and those are your key words that are or attributes that help to describe you. Uh, in the exercises we do with clients, what we do uh, set up is a little bit of a pyramid. It's a hierarchy in which there is the top tier. And we uh, use a series of post-it notes with these words, and you just simply put them on the board. And you can do this for yourself as well. You have all these key attributes, and you begin to see which word begins to stand out a little bit more. Now you have the formation of what you you might be and how you're being perceived by people. Once you understand that, then that again becomes the next step in furthering what you're all about. Uh, Because understanding what you're all about helps to determine what makes you unique in the marketplace or unique among your peers or in business. And then from there, a message will hopefully evolve in which you begin telling the story. Because in order to get to who you are at this point, you've gone through a number of steps. So Henry, you've talked about 
dimensions and formats. At the moment, you talk about text, for example. With your background in, in advertising, um, what do you help people to do to start to visualize that story that they've got? Because we're communicating in text, but it's also uh, maybe in what we're wearing. Maybe it's in colors. Uh, maybe it's in music, sonic branding. How are you helping people to start to, if you like, format that story into the brand? I think um, a couple more steps actually occur before we even get to how that brand is dimensionalized. You know, so what you're referring to is often the could be the logo, it could be the mnemonic that you have as an individual brand, but that is often the reflection of the person's personality. Once you begin to understand what you're all about, you need to uh, begin to articulate that message. So, so much of us uh, tend to uh, try to write a, a long story around it. Um, my thought is really, uh, let's start with six words. And how I got this idea was based on a, a little bit of a story I heard about Ernest Hemingway. Um, apparently, as the uh, story goes, in a bar, he was sitting with a, a number of other patrons in a Cuban bar, and uh, he bet uh, someone else that he couldn't tell a story in, in six words. And uh, the people took the bet on a little napkin. Apparently, he wrote, baby shoes for sale, never worn. And that's always stuck with me. Six words that tell this uh, amazing story. Everything's so well built into it and so well constructed. But it's the same essence of what we do in advertising. That is, if you have a billboard or a, sh a message in an ad, you, you essentially only have six, seven, eight words in which to connect to the person. So using that as a little bit of a technique, if you can begin to articulate what you're all about or what your story is in those six words, you really have the beginnings of a, a strong way of short forming what you're all about. Once you understand that, then it becomes really the essence of what your story is. You can begin to expand upon it very much like the body copy uh, within an ad itself or the a website after you click on the uh, uh, digital ad to get you a little bit further. But the idea is really to be able to sum that up. And if you can do that and really get across what you're all about, your proposition in those six words, then you really truly understand what your story is. And from there, it's easy enough to grow. Henry, that is an amazing challenge, actually, to people to sum up your life story in, in six words. As you say, that Hemingway story is, is legendary. I actually worked in advertising as my first job out of university, and um, we were also tasked with trying to get what a company does into a headline and a little bit of copy to go into a small magazine ad. Um, so brevity is perhaps one of the sort of key attributes that you've been able to take from the ad world and bring into the personal branding world. Henry, I'd love to also get your view on the difference between having a story and having a brand. I, if we move that conversation on a little bit, because people talk about their story and then building a personal brand. How do you see that transition from having a story to actually representing or being a brand? The, if you think of the story, it really is uh, the conduit to the brand itself. It, it should be thought of as a medium, not the brand in, in itself. So you can articulate your story, but really what it is, is uh, allowing people to connect with who you are, what your brand is all about. Uh, a story is really all those key 
uh, elements that allow people to identify who you are, come along for the journey, uh, have a high level of empathy for what you've done, and certainly uh, connection for what you're all about. Stories should convey a certain amount of emotion that will allow you again to make that connection with, with your audience. Uh, that brand that you're leading them to is really the solution for what they, you know, perhaps that ails them, that problem that they may have, or that solution. Uh, we know from business that uh, selling is really about providing people a solution uh, rather than pushing a product. If you can identify that and un understand how your audience is within your sphere and be able to connect them by sharing that story. And again, it, it's really just a medium by which we can get people there. So that, that's really the difference between the two. One is really a bridge to the other. Wonderfully put, Henry. Well, and Henry, that's why you've written the book, Telling Your Stories, because you're the, you're the expert on all of this as well. Henry, we've talked about, you know, story and, and branding and story being a conduit really for the brand. Can you give us any examples of work that you've done where a story has been so compelling as to help build you know, a business relationship or, or, or build a business in itself? Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, it uh, may be related to uh, uh, one of your own countrymen uh, we had uh, with one of the companies I, I work with, a uh, food company to connect with uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay. Um, in, in our meeting, um, it was very easy to talk about the company and talk about its background and that. But um, when we got to the idea of what the company represented, that little bit of a story about how the founder of a company uh, who was a former doctor in another life, you, who would volunteer in the villages of India during his time with Doctors Without Borders, began to formulate this the essence of the story. We told a little bit about that. We told uh, talked about how uh, the company itself itself is on this wonderful mission to try to feed people with healthy, affordable food. And, and at that point, it was very easy for Gordon to identify what we were doing because it was very much aligned with his own journey. So rather than talk a little, a lot about, uh, and, you know, eventually there were contracts and everything that came out of that. Of course, it, it wasn't about, well, how much will you be paying me? It was really about really how, how can we align and do some great work together? And that's the power of a story because it, it, if we began simply as a transaction, then it would have stayed there. By moving it to more of a story-based connection with someone, now it got to a very deeper relationship. And that's often what we want as, as business people, to connect with people on a deeper level. So it moves beyond just a price strategy and moves more to a brand strategy where they want to take on your brand, buy your brand, or be part of the movement you've created because they so well identify with what you're all about. And I think, as you said there, really sort of a brand becomes what other people become emotionally involved with, isn't it? So you have your own story. And the brand is almost a shared story, isn't it? Everyone comes together with their own story, united by a brand, which is almost a common purpose, a common set of beliefs. And then that carries the momentum of that business forward. And that, and as you say, that mission, that, that's amazing. And so congratulations on, on doing something with Gordon Ramsay, who's, uh, Thank you know, you. uh, an amazing, an amazing, uh, man and entrepreneur in his own right. Henry, you've run your own businesses and you've written this new story, telling your story. I, I'd like to ask people if there's something that they see that doesn't work. You know, there's lots of stories about what works, but also a cautionary tale when it comes to 
telling stories or building your own brand story? What would you say people should be aware of or mistakes they might make? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think uh, for, for many people, it's uh, often being something they're not. And um, many of us think that, well, I, I need to create this persona that can connect with my, my audience. And quite often we see that uh, it doesn't align with their own personal beliefs. So the cautionary tale, what I see often happening to uh, a negative effect is when uh, people begin uh, s- telling or being something that they're not. And it creates a lot of unhappiness and uh, disharmony in, in their life because they're projected in such a way that people can't uh, necessarily identify with. Henry, I've got to ask you the question, why do people do that? Because when you explain this sort of lack of alignment between, if you like, their, maybe their core values and their represented values, why do people make that, that error, do you think? Uh, you know, within uh, the world of marketing, it's often identifying with your audience. And uh, there, there's two ways you either set forth who you are, what you believe in, uh, or the product development, uh, or you f- go to the market and see what people need and try to figure out that product. That in itself is a bit of a transaction. When we're dealing with personal brands, because it is personal, because we are humans, it's very much um, a, a deeper um, uh, psychological connection that, that you're having. So the inability to um, be true to yourself is really what often disconnects you from, from your audience. So understanding that in the beginning, uh, I, it, to me, um, it creates that ability to be happy within the business sense. And Henry, I, I am going to ask you, what you think makes a great story? You've worked in advertising, so you've witnessed some of the great brands being built and you've been involved in building some. What would you say makes a great story, a great personal story? It really is that emotional connection because when you can connect with people emotionally, they uh, are vested in in your journey. They're vested in in your product. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to uh, do something very warm and fuzzy. It it really just is uh, being able to satisfy some form of emotion that the person has um, in solving the the issues in their life. And that could be adding some laughter to them, uh, making them feel good, making them feel less anxious about things, any any number of things. it, it is really classic advertising in that way, problem solution. You know, you have the worry about uh, maybe your personal hygiene, so therefore I better buy this deodorant. It's a, it sometimes as simple as that, but, you know, in human relationships, it can be a little bit more complex, particularly when it comes to our, ourselves. Henry, with your book, Telling Your Story, do you mention AI uh, or what's your, your view on, you know, the role of AI and people's storytelling. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a wonderful shortcut for uh, some people. They can just enter a number of words, uh, put in their uh, resume, their background, and, uh, you know, um, hey, chat GTP, give me a, a story uh, around myself. The problem with that is that uh, it is the accumulation of everything that is really just boiled down. And, and that may be a good way to get started. But what it does lack is the human emotion that uh, AI can provide. It's that human 
human touch that we have, that's that human connection that, that we have. Uh, perhaps in, in the future, um, that may emulate it, but so much of what we're all about is, is emotional beings, and, and that can't be replicated. You can use it as a tool. You can use it as a wonderful research and uh, first draft. And, you know, for many of us, uh, and I, I think we touched on it uh, prior to the show, how difficult it is for many people to write a story for themselves, because we're, many of us aren't writers. Uh, but uh, even myself, who is a professional writer, I am a better editor. Uh, so that first draft is often important. So perhaps AI is a good tool to give you that first draft and you use it a, as a way to shape, edit, you know, retell it, take it into the format that, that you need. Uh, so no, it's not discounting it, but uh, I think we just simply have to understand what it is that uh, we have at this point in our, our society. No, but Henry, I think, um, as you've shown, really, it's the, it's the empathy and also this idea that you need to reach out to other people to get their observations about you that contributes to the story. And no amount of AI is going to be able to replace your friends, your colleagues, um, and your family and help mm -hmm. you to do that. Henry, if there's one piece of advice, you know, we're very blessed to have you because you've, you've worked for big companies, you've been an entrepreneur, you've got your own VU agency, which we haven't talked about today, but you've got your new book telling your story. If there's one piece of advice that you'd like to give me and my fellow unnoticed entrepreneurs about telling our story, what, what would that be? You know, I, I'm very much about, um, uh, living a life of happiness. So uh, one of the things I often talk, to, talk about is really to thine own self be true, which is quoting a, a Shakespeare line. Uh, and that really is the essence of it. And it goes to your earlier question, because too much of what we do can be very manufactured and, and uh, that uh, will create that disconnect from who you are as an essence of a person. So my, my advice is uh, always uh, be true to yourself, you know, make sure the, the brand that you're, um, building is really what you're all about and true to your heart. Henry Wong, author of Telling Your Story. If you want to find out more about you and also to buy the book, uh, where can they do that? Uh, so uh, I think in, in your uh, country, uh, Blackwell's, uh, it's available on Amazon UK. Uh, if you're looking for other stores, uh, certainly my, my website, henrywong.co. If you're looking to connect with me in any way, always happy to open up conversations, but uh, uh, there's a listing of where to uh, obtain the book there as well. Henry Wong, thank you so much for joining. And, and I know the book is, is published, isn't it, by um, the Business Experts Publishing. So you've, you've managed to get a full-blown full publisher for your book, for which congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Jim. It's been a pleasure. Well, for those of us that have been here today listening to Henry, who's all the way in Toronto, I'm sure that you've also learned that your whole story is going to be really what powers your business journey. And Therefore, being true to that story is essential for your success and, and not being sort of interested in other people's story or in short-term fads, which can lead us off our path. So thank you to Henry uh, for joining us. and Thank you to you for listening uh, to us today. And if you enjoyed this, please do rate it on the player of your choice, review it, but also share it with a fellow unnoticed entrepreneur because I'm on a mission to help you and people like me who are unnoticed for what we do to get the recognition. And I'm here to find people like Henry who have got amazing skills and amazing experience who are willing to share that with us and to share it with you. So till we can meet again, just to encourage you to keep on communicating.